Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Thursday. Unfortunately, the market is down once again. So we are uh, <laughs> having to deal with, you know, those kind of issues. Um, and uh, but uh, basically the inflation is the highest since it's been since 1982. That's a long time ago. I remember 1982, but it was a long, long time ago. Uh, also, uh, important news, and we'll be covering this in just a second, Amazon is going to split 20 for 1, and it's up today. Um, I thought it was going to soar a lot more than it did, but uh, it's definitely up. So AMZN is going to be splitting uh, 20 for 1. So uh, that is the second of the big cap stocks. Of course, Google is going to be splitting as well. I just kind of want to show you the live chart there on Amazon, and uh, it is going to be splitting 20 for one. So uh, pretty big uh, pretty big news there uh, in terms of that. And, uh, yeah, we will get, get to the slides just here in just a second, and uh, there we go. Okay, so uh, basically what's, what's going on is Amazon is going to be splitting 20 for one. So you have to be a shareholder of Amazon by the 27th, May 27th. Uh, and if you are, uh, if you are a um, shareholder of record by May 27th of Amazon, you will get 19 shares for every one that you own. So for instance, if you held, uh, if, if you hold just five shares, you will end up with a hundred shares of stock. Now, of course, a share of Tesla, I mean, of Amazon right now is selling for twenty nine thirty six, but it's down uh, since uh, since uh, uh, since a high. It's down almost seven hundred dollars, but this is bucking the trend. I am not a buyer of uh, Amazon uh, today because I'm going to wait to see how it trades. Uh, the same kind of announcement happened with Google, uh, and it did trade up, but then it traded down. So I'm going to see how far this pulls up, and then if we get a pullback. Uh, on this, not sure that we're going to have that's going to happen, but Amazon is going to be splitting 20 for one. So if you have one share of stock on May 27th, you'll receive 20 additional shares. You'll receive you receive 19 additional shares for each share that you have. So uh, it will be trading uh, in the account. It'll it'll be reflected on June 3rd, and the trading uh, uh, on the split adjusted basis begins uh, uh, on June the 6th. So. Uh, basically, uh, if you are of record in Amazon on the 27th of May, you will receive tw uh, 19 shares for a total of 20 shares. So that's kind of an interesting thing. And we're going to be talking about this, uh, you know, uh, from here on out because splits can be a very good, uh, a very good event and, uh, and help you. Uh, and they usually go up from the time that they are announced. Um the overall market, though, unfortunately, it is in a downward trend. Uh, the the, the uh, averages were off today. I want to show you how I did with the, with the shares that I'm holding. Uh, Berkshire B, uh, that was down a little bit, but I was up on Callum Petroleum. Uh, Enterprise uh, Product Partners, of course, this is a gas pipeline company. Uh, gold, which is Barrick Gold, that was up uh, just, a, just a tad, a little less than a percent. Zim shipping again. That one went up again, one dollar sixty-one cents. 
Uh, and this, the, the bulk rates are going crazy. This is still a good area, Zim Shipping. And then I did also pick up a oil field services company, uh, Quanta Services PWR. Now, these are all of my long positions, but I do have a number of short positions. Just want to show you how my short port, my small portfolio looks. I am back to majority cash. As you can see, I am well over 50% uh, in cash right now. I'm only really holding three stocks. That's Zim Shipping, Enterprise Product Partners, and uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Of course, that's the Warren Buffett company. And as you can see, so I'm holding mostly cash in my small portfolio, kind of waiting to see how things are going to be trading uh, in the future. So that's kind of where I'm at in terms of that. On the volatility of the market, we did have the third day where we are moving lower in volatility. And this is a good thing, believe me. Uh, this is the third day. Hopefully, we can get it down, uh, you know, down uh, lower than, you know, than 20. But right now, uh, it's falling. That's a good thing. Um, it's This is the third straight day uh, of lower volatility on the market. So uh, that is, you know, if, if, there's a, if there's a silver lining, that's one of them possibly. Just want to show you some bear trades that I'm doing. Uh, the overall market is moving lower, and uh, I do have a, a bear put spread on Lululemon. Symbol on that is L-U-L-U. And it has, it's a good stock. Yoga pants are still popular out there. But uh, as the stock moves lower, this trade will pay off. Just kind of want to show you the live chart on that. Uh, basically, where we're at is that uh, we did have this, the death cross here. This is where the 40-day line uh, moves below the 200-day line. This shows weakness. And we had that happening back basically at the end of uh, end of January, and then as you can see, ever since it's just kind of moved lower. What's happening typically is when a stock starts to decline, it will kind of move down, and then it's sort of like a fish that's dying. It will it will it will rally up, usually to the 21 day line, and then it will rally down, come down, and then it rally up and then rally down. So this is basically where we shorted it right as it was making a rally up to that 21 day line. So hopefully that will work. Uh, so far, we're doing pretty good on this one. Uh, this this was an out-of-pocket expense of $458 on this one. Uh, and it basically was just uh, one contract, uh, but uh, there's a potential profit on this one uh, of $542 if the price of Lululemon is at or below $120 uh, at, or, at or below um, 320, excuse me, by the expiry day, which is April 14th. So the day before tax day, hopefully, if this stays below uh, that 320, then we're going to be looking good on that. Currently, we're at 301, so we're definitely in the green on this one. Uh, the second bear trade that I wanted to show you is on Tesla. Uh, Tesla did move up a little bit today, but overall, we're still in a downward trend with Tesla. And this is this is allowing us to take advantage of it. Just as we made money at when Tesla went up, Tesla going down also produces an opportunity to make a profit as well. This is the chart, live chart for Tesla. As you can see today, Tesla was off about 2.41%, and it's at 8.38. Uh, 
I do believe that Tesla is going to continue its trend below the 200-day line. You know, if we take a look at the technicals here, we can see that indeed we are now below that 200-day line. That's the key level. If it holds below the 200-day line, we will probably be successful in this trade as well. Uh, and that is uh, basically uh, this bear call spread. This is not a put spread, bear call spread. And we have to be below um, 8.49 for this thing to pay all the money. And all the money in this case is $560 on a uh, investment basically of, uh, of, of basically 560. So um, this looks as if we are possibly gonna stay in there. And again, the maximum return is $560. The maximum risk on this trade, 440. So we have a little bit of a nice uh, bounce there and a little bit of a nice uh, barge in there. We could potentially make as much as 127% return on the risk or basically 20, 25%, 81% per annum. We never make that, but uh, doing very well. So uh, if we do have the, the break-even point on this one, 852, we're currently at 838. So we're in the green on this one. And hopefully we'll continue on to, uh, towards that. It may will settle here a little bit and then move higher. But at least until the 14th of, um, of, 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 of April, we're likely to, uh, to do well on this one. We also have another trade here. This is, the, this is on Twilio. Uh, Twilio, this is one that we just put on. Uh, that We just put on this trade. This one is also in the green uh, on this Twilio traded today, it, it was at uh, 140.86. That's where it closed. Uh, we're currently up on this trade, $79. Uh, but we just we haven't been in this one very very long. We've just been in this one really since the sixth. Um, but this it does appear that Twilio is continuing to move down. Let's take a look at the live chart uh, to take a look at this bear trade. Uh, on Twilio. So basically, again, this is a situation where we do have a very, very, um, uh, we, we do have, we do have a very um, steep decline here. We had the death cross way back on Twilio, way back here. Basically, in September, we had, uh, we had the 40 day go below the, tw the 200 day. This indicates weakness. And as you can see, it's just followed this, this green line here. This is the 21 day. And so once it starts to lose the ability to come up to the 21 day line, that's where we shorted it. Uh, we entered this uh, short trade, this entered this bear put spread on the 7th. Uh, uh, and uh, basically it's a 145, 130. So it's a little bit of a wide trade uh, for a 425 net on that one. So with this one, uh, we continue, uh, it continues to move lower and hopefully as long as this stays below, and remember on the bear trades, you make money as it stays below. If this stays below 145 at the expiry, which of course the expiry is April 14th, if it stays below that, we will make all of the money. So right now uh, we're a tad, you know, we're, we're basically, uh, we're, we're basically, um, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting there, so but we're right pretty much, even if we went straight, we would still make money here, but hopefully it's, it's going to uh, move down a little bit more. And then once it, by doing that, 
we will see it uh, possibly make some money as well. Just want to show you one that uh, a trade that we did put on today, and that is the trade up. Oh, wait a minute, that is, I guess. No, I'm sorry, that's the that's the wrong trade. Yeah, we did we did put on an, a new trade today. It's on Square, uh, and Square we did we started when we started this trade. This one bumped up a little bit, so not quite as good an action on this one as we would have liked. When we entered this trade this morning. Square was trading at 106. It closed at 108. So it did move up, and that did did uh, kind of kind of ruin things a little bit there. But overall, I'm pretty confident that we will see this one move lower as well because uh, just just because of the way it has been has been trading as of late. Uh, we are well below that that 21 day line. What we did is we we shorted it basically. When we went below that green line, that's the 21-day line. That's typically where you want to do it. Uh, and then uh, it did pop up a little bit today, but overall, I think it closed the. I, I think it closed on a downward. But no, it moved up a little bit. But I do think it is going to fall lower. Hopefully, it will, and we won't have to adjust adjust the trade, uh, adjust the trade. But that's sort of how it's working. By the way, if you want to get access to this trade, this is a great trade. By the way. Um, I'm going to put up on the screen a link that you can go to to find out more about this square trade. Um, it's a little bit complicated, so just kind of maybe you could take a picture of this if you're on TikTok. Uh, it's easy to get to, much easier. Just go to the profile and then click on the link and you'll be able to uh, see this trade. But it's uh, the square bear put spread, uh, basically, and this is on the on the screen. So I'll leave this up on the screen just for a little bit. While we're taking some of these uh, questions, and uh, you know, and 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 go and go from there. So, um, without further ado, just wanted again to to show you this particular trade. Easy to get access to it. Sinfox.com/lp/1jz8z6. So, uh, if you take a look at that one, uh, and I will run this on the bottom of the screen for a little for for a little bit uh here as well so uh without further ado let's get to uh, and then and then also we do have a uh ready list as well so let's get to some of the questions and thanks everybody uh for taking a look at the show uh let's see well i'm gonna i'm gonna not today i'm gonna take somebody else <laughs> thank you marzen how are you doing i hope you're doing well uh okay hey jim uh, do you have a candidate for a short? Absolutely, I do. And that is this one here. It's square. And uh, I want to kind of show you that on the screen. I definitely have a short here. And that is this. Just go to this address uh, uh, on the screen. And you should be able to see uh, you, you, you should you should be able to see that uh, on the screen. So that's the, the right now it's square. That's the one that uh, uh, that's that's the one that I am looking at right now. This is the short that I'm talking about here. It's on square. It's a bear put spread. We just entered it today. Get a cup of that coffee. And we just entered it today. So if you go to this address below, you should be able to get to get it uh, on on. You should be able to get it directly. So let's take the first question. Thank you, DocuSign had bad earnings. Um, would you play? Um, would you play um, ha had bad earnings now would you play the industry I am I am totally out of tech right now part of the reason is is just because uh, it's just not 
It's not performing the kind of way that we would like. Right now, DocuSign, let's take a look at DocuSign and see. This is, you know, really right now, this is where we want to be shorting and not, we don't want to be long on these stocks right now. We want to be, we want to be short uh, on the area like, um, like DocuSign. So let's take a look at DocuSign uh, as it, you know, a, a, as it, as it moves, as it moves ever, ever lower. Uh, this one did have the death cross here. That's one of the first things I look for in a stock to short is, it's, and this is just one of the, one of the checklist things. This isn't everything that we look for, but as the 40 day moves below the 200 day, that mean, and, and the 200 day starts to curve down. What that means is money is flowing out of the issue right now. Uh, basically at the beginning of the first week in December, that was when the kind of, that was when the weakness was, was seen and that's when it started moving lower. It did gap down on earnings and then it, and then now, as you can see, like, like other short stocks, it comes up, it comes up, tries to, tries to touch the 21 day line. It comes down, it comes up again, tries to touch the 21 day. It's come up again and uh, to, to touch the 21 day line. I suspect usually the time you want to short it is after it's made three attempts at the 21-day line. DocuSign definitely has made those three attempts. The question is, can we see, is this a candidate for a short trade? Well, I think it very well may be because the next level of resistance, I believe, is going to be right about here at this line. It's the former consolidation of, of, the, of the stock. Let's see if we can I can get that temporary line up here, but you can see there was a there was a consolidation here. I definitely think before it's going to get support, DocuSign is likely to fall as low as about 60. Currently, it's at 78. So this is shortable. By the way, this stock is shortable if you want to do it that way. Um, I'm it's on my short list. I haven't I haven't yet entered uh, another short trade, but Docu D O C U is likely to move lower. And I suspect it's going to move down to about 60. That's what it's looking like to me because it has lost a, a lot of strength. <coughs> now, when you're short, you want to, you don't want to do it, uh, you want to do it in between earnings because they can mess you up in a big way because you can have rallies on earnings. So right now, earnings for DocuSign uh, is on the 10th. So today, it, uh, it, 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 uh, they did, <coughs> they did release earnings they had uh, they they had um, um, an increase in earnings of thirty percent, but the stock is still going down. Part of the reason is is that these stocks just got ahead of themselves. You'll notice that the P/E ratio, the price to earnings ratio here is fifty. The higher this is, the more it's it may fall. What's happening is in the market right now, we're seeing um, we're seeing stocks move to to areas of the market that have low P/Es. Let's go to the oil sector. And I kind of want to show you why that is and where the um, you know where where things are moving right now. Right now, if we look at the at the industry ranks, uh, right now we have. Let's see if I can make this work. <laughs> okay. Oh goodness. Um, let's see if I can. Let's see if I can make. Let's see if I can make this work. Okay, it's not letting me do it. A little bit of a little bit of a uh, issue on the bandwidth. So let's look at the uh, where the, the areas in the market where we're seeing 
uh, the industry group ranking. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rank these. Well, I thought I was going to low to high. But anyways, I want to show you where. There we go. Right now, the, the worst sector of the market is the retail mail order direct. And so all the things that were down here, consumer uh, uh, electronic products, apparel, shoes, all these are bad. Computer software, uh, software desktop, these are all underperforming. Now, let's go to where on the market they are performing well. That is the oil and gas area. Let's see if I can get that back. There we go. It's the oil and gas area, the international explorers, the Canadian explorers, the U.S. explorers. Now, the reason I go to the U.S. explorers is because we have more, uh, we have we have many, many more um, uh, names in that. Also, the oil and gas integrateds, that's where a lot of the, that's where a lot of the um, money is flowing. So this is where you want to be looking for potential setups because this is this is what is happening in the market right now. I do have several of these right now. I have Williams Company. I did I did sell this one out uh, at a little bit of a gain. Uh, I let it run up and then I then I then I pulled it, pulled it out. But you don't want to be in the tech sector right now. You where you want to be is in the oil and gas. That's where the money is. So that's kind of where you want to be in terms of, uh, you know, if, if you're going to be in, if, 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 you're, if you're going to be in, you want to be in an area that is getting investment. And right now, the areas that are getting, the areas that are getting investment are the oil and gas area. So that's the area that we want to kind of look at. Williams is a good example, not necessarily recommending that one because it is a little bit extended, but, you know, as you can see, as opposed to DocuSign, we looked at DocuSign, and with DocuSign, we were looking at a stock that had a P.E. ratio of 50, and I want to show you Williams. This is, now, this is a very boring company, but this has a much lower P.E. ratio, 24. It's one half of what DocuSign has, so this one is probably right now being favored in the market, so Normally, I don't. Normally, I'm not a value investor. Normally, I don't care what the PE ratio is. But right now, we are seeing the PE ratio becoming a more important component of how things are trading. That's why companies like Berkshire Hathaway are doing well, and other companies that you would think would be doing well aren't, uh, primarily in the tech sector. And this just really has to do primarily with the, um, you know, it just primarily has to do. Uh, with the way the market is. The market is very skittish right now with the war in Ukraine. We're having issues. Uh, and so people are pulling their money back. If they're invested at all, they're starting to invest in, you know, <laughs> in things like oil and gas and that kind of thing. Uh, should we play more around defense sectors? Right now, the defense contractors haven't been doing as well as I'd like to see them. By the way, um, this is the official Dallas Trading Floor uh, mug. You, you can buy this by going to www.dallastradingfloor. And uh, if you if you like that, we have it's a nice mug. Um, and the defense contractors, some of them have been doing well, but right now I'm kind of taking a wait see approach. I had Raytheon RTX, I got stopped out of it. So right now I'm trying to find a good set. There's good setups in the defense sector. So you know that's kind of where I've been looking at. Uh, G-O-R-O. I'm not familiar with G-O-R-O. Let's take a look at G-O-R-O and see if there's anything. Gold resources. Okay. 
Well, this one is experts development of gold properties. Okay, it's Mohaka. Um, it's a kind of a penny stock. Uh, let's put it up on the screen. I am in a gold miner right now, but the one I'm in is Barrick. It's a little bit bigger and more well-established. I would recommend, especially with gold miners, you want something that's a little bit more established, not, not, not knocking gold resources at all, but, you know, at this is essentially a penny stock. It's a $2.41 stock. Let's look at Barrick G-O-L-D. This is one I do hold, and uh, it has been doing well. Uh, it's off a little bit in after hours, but you see the, the advantage. I think this one you might want to consider. This is not an expensive stock, uh, and I did buy it a little bit as it went up and then pulled back, and then I think it'll bounce here again. But this is a $24 stock, $24.50 approximately your price on this one and it is in the buy zone currently that's the thing that's key on this one uh this one has a acceptable checklist 67 percent. this is the minimum that i buy by the way uh and on the pattern recognition on the pivot it's basically four percent above the pivot in six days so it's definitely in the buy zone right now so this one you might want to look at it's a little bit bigger stock in the gold area so that might work well as well. So that's kind of my thoughts um, on the gold stocks. Try to go with more quality, fewer shares, more quality. Uh, thoughts on Facebook for short. Boy, that's your, your we great minds think alike because I agree with you. I think Facebook is going lower. Now, I did put a bear trade on Square today. That, of course, is, uh, uh, is, is, is one of um, uh, Jack Dorsey's companies. I, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's CEO anymore. But this one, yeah, it's starting to set up like that. Now, the interesting thing about this is that I did have an iron condor in this one. I did close it. I was a little bit too early on this. I was a little bit too early on this one. Uh, but this one potentially is a good short. Now, the question is, I, I kind of think, though, um, you know, it is going to rally a little bit in the after hours. I wouldn't short it until it comes up to the 20, to the, to the, at least to the 10-day line. So what I want to take a look at is how close to that 10-day line it is. It's 2.76% below the two-day line. What I like to see when you short, so I like to see a rally and then short as it moves above typically the 10-day line because that seems to be where the action is. So if this thing rallies above 200, that's where you want to short. I wouldn't short it here because we're on, we're drawing down a little bit. If you, if you short it as it comes up to the 10-day line, and then reverses, that's probably where you want to do it. Uh, it's probably going to give you a little bit better. Um, it's probably going to give you a little bit better short there. All right, let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you so much, everybody. They pumped Amazon to take out my position. Oh, I'm so sorry about this. I hate I hate, I hate that when that happens. Uh, while this is a penny stock, uh, they reported uh, February CYBL earnings. Let's look at CYBL. I just want to take a look. We'll see about this one, CYBL, and C. Yeah, I'm not showing it on mine. Okay, that's oh, I can't. Uh, Cyberlux Corporation. Okay, seeing as revenue plan. Well, I don't know. Right now, there's some yeah short squeeze on Facebook. I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Buy calls on Meta. That's interesting. Okay. Well, I I'm I'm actually. Um, uh, you know that might be that might be the way to go. That way, you know, I didn't I didn't do anything with it. I instead went after Square. I think that uh, that's the deal. Stocks the fertilizer. Well, you know, 
Uh, if you've been watching me, you notice that I had Nutrien NTR. I did sell that one because I wanted to get the, I wanted to take the profits on that one. But uh, there are some opportunities in the in the fertilizers. <laughs> believe it or not, that's a very good point uh, that you're making uh, on the on the fer on the fertilizer stocks. This is Nutrien. This is one of the ones I really like in this sector. Now I sold it at 94.88, and then of course it went even higher to 102.33. So go figure. But uh, this had this had a very very nice run. I'm looking to get back into the agricultural chemicals area. This is also a very good area. Let's kind of see if we can find something uh, in the agricultural chemicals area that may work well. And this, of course, is one of the best areas right now. And you think, well, why would agricultural chemicals be so good? Well, part of the reason is, is because the Ukraine used to sell a lot of those components that were in those agricultural chemical products. So uh, the price of fertilizer has just gone nuts. And... Uh, <laughs> That's part of the reason. There's another one in there as well, Mosaic. So let's look at the top socks. Uh, basically, CF, Nutrien, FMC. Now, let's see if we can get... I don't think we can get into CF, unfortunately, and Mosaic. All of these are extremely high relative strength. So let's look at ICL. This is, uh, this is also a fertilizer play. Uh, it's probably not... It's pulled back a little bit. This one might be one that you could get into. This is an Israeli producer of fertilizer. They're doing quite well. Doesn't really have a setup in terms of a, an exact buy point, but it's got a 100% checklist on this one. So this is one that you might want to look at. Now, the problem with ICL <laughs> is that it's relatively thin. This doesn't trade a lot of shares of stock. It trades enough over 2 million a day, but it's relatively thin compared to the other ones. But it has a 100% checklist on this one. Now, in terms of a, a pivot, we really don't have a pivot on this one. We did have one back, you know, uh, basically 113 days ago. It's doubled in price since then. But I do think that even though there's not a pivot on this one, uh, there's sort of, if you draw a line here at 1116, I do believe that we are now, this is sort of where the action is. I'm going to put an alert on this line uh, at 11. 16 uh, to purchase this because uh, this is become a sort well let's see if I can do it there uh, let's draw it right okay and what I'm doing is I'm creating a, a reversal line and uh, let's see if I can do it let's see if it'll let me okay there we go so this is the reversal line this is sort of where it's getting support 1116 and it's moved up and then it's pulled back down I think it's likely to move above this. This is why when you're buying on these reversals, you want to take a look at where the 10-day line is. Currently, it's right at the 10-day line. It's 1127. So this one possibly is actionable if you want to be in the fertilizer, if 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 you want to be if you want to be in the fertilizer space. So um, you know I think that uh, that uh, <clears throat> ICL is actionable uh, you know, I think it's actionable now, uh, but I wouldn't put a more, um, you know, I possibly a one half position uh, for this one. Now, fertilizer stocks are likely to do well in, you know, continue, they're, they're likely to do well in the near future. The reason for this is because fertilizer, of course, is the main component of growing 
of growing food, obviously, and that's and with the Ukraine offline and many of the wheat farms offline, there is going to be lots of demand for commodities. It's going to go up. So uh, fertilizers are going to continue to do well. If you didn't get in on uh, Nutrient, NTR, which is a larger company, this is one you might want to look at, ICL, and I do believe it is actionable uh, because it has come up and then pulled down. Now, this is not a, a very high-priced stock. I wouldn't recommend more than about a half a position on this one uh, just because it is relatively, you know, it's a relatively small company. But I do think that it's likely to to do to do well because the sector is doing so well. All right, let's take a look. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Jay is asking about MU. And, of course, MU is Micron Technology. So MU, the good thing about MU is unlike all the other chips like NVIDIA, AMD, and all those, MU makes its own chips in its own foundries. So uh, you don't have the risk that you have with some of the other stocks. Now, here's the thing about MU, and this is why it's so deadly to play in the techs right now. Um, you know, this is a good stock, uh, but look at what happened. It fell below that 200-day line. You just don't want to look at a stock if it's if it's below that 200-day line. Also, you'll notice it's just very the 200-day line is moving slightly lower, so this is not a good thing. So right now, there is investments are moving out of Micron. We probably don't want to be in it, unfortunately. I mean, I wish this could show a little bit more strength, but really, what we have to do is we just have to wait on this one. I wish that there was support. But uh, at the 200-day line, but I'm seeing that it's dropped below the 200-day line. So I can't really say if there is support here, but I don't, I don't think so. So unfortunately, and this is painful, I think we just kind of have to, to look, and we have to look at the chart here, uh, the monthly chart, and look to see if, there, if we've got any support. And I'm afraid support is right above 30, so I think support's about 32 and currently it's at 75. So this could pull back a lot. So I probably would not be in this one. Now, it's still in an upward trend. As you can see, it's still in an upward trend, but it is struggling. So I would be careful here. Uh, I, I would be careful. This is not a reversal. We're still in an upward trend, at least uh, over a period of years. But I, I just think you've got to be careful with MU. So my um, <laughs> my, uh, my my take, my take on MU is... Um, you know, MU uh, is watch list only. Don't buy it. And I just think that's you kind of the kind of, kind of the way you got to be with MU right now. I just think it's you know it's it's only uh, it's it's only really good on on the watch list, and it's not something that you can. It's just not something you can buy right now, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately. Um, so I do see some support, but at about 32, and I don't think you want to wait around for that. So I would say, you know, just, you know, if you're down more than, you know, it's the old saw. If you're down more than 7%, you know, consider possibly, um, you know, consider, consider possibly selling your position. I'm afraid that's what you got to do. All right, let's look at Nutrien. This is the one that I was talking about. This is the fertilizer stock. This is doing very well, but you can't buy it right now because it's extended. Now, I did sell this. I I did have Nutrien uh, in my portfolio until Tuesday. I sold it. Uh, let's go to the chart again for Nutrien. Uh, I did sell it right here at 94.88. Currently, it's at 102. So 
I to buy it here would be a little bit dangerous. I bought the I, I bought the initial position below the pivot, the 77.35 pivot. Then I added and then I sold. So that's sort of how I did it. Now this this other one that I was talking about, ICL, that's one you might want to look at. ICL, and this also is a fertilizer stock, uh, but this one isn't is not nearly as big. And I do think that this one may uh, prove to be to be a kind of a stair stepper here. So this one does look very good. We have a hundred percent checklist on this one. If you didn't get in on Nutrien, uh, this one might be able to double. I could actually see this one doubling now. I don't know if it'll double in six months, but I definitely could see it happening. This has a strong relative strength, a 97 relative strength. We always want to look for that as well. And on the technicals, we're right at the 10-day line. So this is not a bad place possibly to, to buy it. I wouldn't buy Nutrien only because Nutrien is extended. Good good, good stock, uh, just, just extended. We don't want to buy extended, especially in this mark. It's just, it can be very tough uh, buying extended. Let's take a look uh, at some of the other ones. Rush, welcome back. <laughs> right, thank you, man. Um, okay. Uh, Let's see, is Google also doing this? Absolutely. By the way, Google also is splitting 10, uh, 20 for one, excuse me. Let's look in on Google. Now, I had a big position in Google. Uh, I got stopped out. I haven't come back in. Uh, but again, I'm looking for more strength in the market. When we get that, I'm probably going to go back into it. But right now, I just, right now, I don't want to be in a stock that's below that 200-day line. And right now, we are. We're below the 200-day line on Google as well. This one is splitting 20 for 1. The date of record for Google is July 1st. And, of course, on uh, Amazon, it's May 27th. So that's the, that's the, uh, that's the date on um, – that's the date for uh, Amazon. So both Amazon and Google are, are splitting 20 for 1. Again, if you are a record holder on Amazon on May 27th, uh, or if you are on Google, if you are a record holder on on um, July 1st. So those are the dates that you've got to be of record in order to get the uh, 20 for 1 split on that. But uh, but right now with the market in, in decline like it is, probably not as good a time to be holding the stock. Uh, probably closer to when it comes of record is going to be a good place to to be getting back into it. So let's look at KSA from Football Legends. KSA. And that is, okay, so this is an ETF. I'm not familiar with, okay, so uh, invest carded to, oh, Saudi Arabian index. How interesting. Okay. Well, I'm not, um, I'm not as familiar with this ETF, but this is an interesting one, uh, you know, because you know the Saudi the, the Saudi economy may be doing well uh, with the price of oil. So this is interesting. Uh, Exchange traded fund seeking investment results corresponding to um, the uh, Saudi Arabian um, uh, 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 MI fifty twenty five fifty index. I'm not familiar with this index, but this is interesting. This probably will do well. It's pulled back a little bit. Relative strength on this is ninety three. Um, so this is a little bit, uh, okay, it's above the 10-day line. Yeah, I, I think this one's good. I'm not that familiar with this one. I can't really give you 
a good uh, a good good look on it. But it's it does look it's very interesting to me, and I do think that the Saudis will do well with the price of oil going up. Obviously, I mean I think that's pretty pretty uh, evident that they're gonna that they're going to. So that might be a good um, excellent one to go on. From from on, let's look at X A L A. Let's look at that real quick. X E L A. Let's take a look at that. Uh, let's see. And that's, oh, interesting. Provider of transaction processing solutions. Transaction processors have not done been doing that well. That is one of the reasons why I, uh, that's, that's one of the reasons why I uh, did uh, uh, sell, I did do a bear trade on, <clears throat> on Square because this group has not been doing as well. Uh, PayPal is down, Square is down, and many of the transaction processors. Why, I don't know, uh, but definitely this one is down as well, so I wouldn't recommend it. It is below the 200-day line. Uh, they are going to have earnings in one day, so that's even more risk. So, I, And it does look like people are buying it, but I would be, I would be extremely careful about this one. Uh, I would wait at least for earnings on this one. So here's what I would do uh, on this. I would just wait for earnings. Uh, and the earnings on this one are going to be, let's take a look here. just want to put it up for everybody. Uh, it's going to be on the 11th. So it's going to be tomorrow. Uh, and, um, so and that's going to be March 11th. So I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't buy this thing right now. I'd wait at least until the end of tomorrow. Uh, you know, earnings are on March 11th for this one. Uh, it's in a downward trend. So I would just, I would be careful. I, I, I don't think I'd buy this at all. Uh, I really, it doesn't look, unfortunately, the chart just doesn't look that good to me uh, right now. So I would probably not be a buyer of, of this, um, of this one um, as well, unfortunately. All right, let's look at Apple. Uh, this one does make a big difference. This has been pulling back. Again, even the best of the best. And this is really, you know, when it comes to technology, you know, Apple is, you know, the king. Uh, of the stocks. I mean, I think it's the most valuable stock currently, but it's even been struggling here as well. I mean, that's amazing, but true. Uh, this, you know, it has been struggling. And as of late, Apple has been pulling back. The question is, can we buy this? I don't know. Let's take a look. Um, you know, it's pulling back to the to the 50-day line, but the 50-day line is still moving up. So I just, if I was in this, I wouldn't sell it. But on the other hand, I wouldn't be a buyer here either. Uh, it just looks like until we get a reversal, I just wouldn't be in it. So I would I would not do anything with this one at all. Um, all right, let's take a look at Oxy. Evening uh, Boss Oxy is still trying to break the gap. Okay, let's look at Oxy. Um, you know, and this is in um, this this is in a different area. The 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 stock I like in this area though is Hess. But it does look like Oxy has, you know, has this resistance right at this level. So let's take a look at that price where that resistance is. The resistance for Oxy about 58. So we're right at the resistance. Uh, it's starting to form this flag pattern. Uh, you know, if it moves above 60, you know, I think it will move a lot higher. But right now it's in this flag pattern. So if this one moves, I think you could buy this if it moves above 60. That would be my, uh, that would that would be my, um, uh, 
you know, my bet on that. So here's what I would say with Oxy. Uh, you know, I would set uh, set uh, set a buy stop limit order for sixty dollars plus ten cents uh, or sixty. 60, 10. Now, why would I do that? Why would I just go, um, you know, why, why, why would I do something like that? Well, here's why. Um, when, you, when you're trying to get something that's coming out of a flag pattern like this, this is a flag pattern. Um, we want to we buy it as it goes beyond, beyond the, the top of the resistance. 60 is a little bit above resistance, but 60, 10 I feel that if it moves above about 60.10 on volume, on heavy volume, and you notice the volume is increasing here, then it's probably going to go much higher. So that's how I would capture that. Uh, I wouldn't try to just put a limit order in. I would put a buy stop limit order. So I, the way the buy stop at limit order works is if it goes up to 60, then you offer $60.10, and you will typically will get ahead of anybody else that's buying it. And you'll be able to buy it right at about 60.10. Now, that's only if it's pushing above that $60 level. Now, is that a buy point? Not really, but this is a flag pattern. So this can be very, very good because if you can get them, a lot of times there's a nice movement on that. And uh, we're in a downtrend, but it's this one is in the right area. This is in the right area of the market. This is the oil and gas international E&P companies. Oxy is in the number one category right now in the stock market. So this is where we want to look to possibly be as well. There's another one that I want to show you, and it's HES, H-E-S. Uh, this is also an international oil and gas company. Uh, it's not as big, of course, as the ones that you've heard of, but this is another one that I think you should look at. This one is right in a buy zone. So this is one, I like the technical setup on this one a little bit better on HES uh, than, I, than I, a little bit better on HES than I do on Oxy. Uh, this one's a little bit more expensive too. It's 98.12, but it's right at the in the buy zone, uh, coming off of a strong, uh, coming off of a, a cup with a, a cup without handle base. So this one is viable, I do believe, even though it's just slightly extended. If you want to get into the international ENP area, uh, this is one of the ones that I would recommend possibly taking a look at it's called hess uh you know uh h-e-s uh, and uh it's uh h-e-s-s uh, -S corp and the symbol on it is h-e-s so it's pretty simple uh but this one i do like it's pretty strong in terms of its uh its look let's look at the checklist on it it's got an 89 checklist which is excellent uh, let's check to see if it's come through earnings. I always want to check this because we typically don't want to buy them into earnings. So let's take a look at when earnings is going to happen. It's on, we've got plenty of time, April 28th. So we've got plenty of time on this one. Uh, the last earnings, let's just take the last earnings. The last earnings were pretty decent. Uh, they were, it was an earnings surprise and there were up 247%. So I definitely like this one. This is the one that I would probably prefer over um, over Occidental. So Hess, uh, and it's right in a buy zone right 
now. So let's take a look at some of the other uh, TikTok people. Thank you. Uh, they pumped Amazon. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's always that always stinks. Um, let's see what stock. Okay, uh, with Square, do you think PayPal will also drop? Good question. Uh, let's take a look at PayPal. Um, you know, and I loved PayPal as it was going up. I definitely made some money on PayPal. We have to look at PayPal now to see if we can make money as I'm afraid it's going to go down even more. And it does look like, yes, it's rallying. I would like to see a rally above. I really want to see a rally to the 21-day line. But, yes, I do think this one is going to go move lower. It's a relative strength of 10. It's now below $100 a share. This is a psychological area for for PayPal is $100. The fact that it's below $100 is extremely significant because uh, just a few months ago, back in August of last year, it was well above $300 a share. So it's lost over two-thirds of its value in terms of price. So can it go lower? You bet it can. Uh, and it does have a lot of things that are saying that might be the case uh, payment stocks right now just aren't doing well. Uh, and I think there's a lot of currency risk and a lot of inflation risk out there. That's part of the reason we're having such a problem with these. But yes, I do think that PayPal uh, is on the short list as well. I don't, I haven't shorted it yet, but uh, I definitely think it could be based on what I'm seeing uh, on there. I do think that there's a lot of people that are trapped in PayPal, a lot of funds that are going to have to get rid of it. Uh, they're no, I don't think they really want to sell, but they're going to have to sell <laughs> because of what's happening uh, on, you know, just 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 happening uh, there. Uh, for uh, thank you for this. Hey Jim, do you have a list of oil stocks to buy? Absolutely, I do. Um, uh, I did have it up until uh, last night, but if you're on the Action Trade Alerts, I will put out a special oil stocks list to everybody uh, that uh, I'm going to try to put it together. I do have it out there, but you got to be on the action trailers. I, you know, and then I'm going to put a link in there, probably in the little email that I have tonight. I do have one that I put together a few days ago uh, that does have some good ones right now. I'm really liking Hess, but uh, I do have some other, um, some other ones as well, but you got to get on in order for this to happen. Uh, you need to go to, uh, www Dallas Trading Floor and uh, get on the, the list. Um, that way I can send it to you. Um, also, if you're looking on the uh, tr if you're looking on TikTok, just go to the profile right up here. And uh, I think I even have it on the profile right now of uh, the list of oil and gas stocks. Uh, just go to www Dallas Trading Floor or go to my profile, click on the link, and you should be able to see it. Well. Uh, we've gone all over the, the 45 minutes time. Let's see if we have one last question. And uh, everybody, I'm thanking you so much. Let's last question from Mel. Thank you, Mel, very much. Is on Exxon Mobil. Uh, XOM, of course, is the symbol for Exxon Mobil. Great company. And, you know, this is probably one of the few times in history that we're going to be able to buy a company that's this high quality. For this kind of money, um, you know, this is really interesting time that we live in because normally, uh, you know, a company like this just isn't isn't this cheap. I think I think that ExxonMobil, you know, the world is not going to the world is not going to go off of, of, off of oil and gas um, 
probably in my lifetime. Now, I know that's not good news for a lot of the people that are into the, uh, you know, into other things, but I think that ExxonMobil probably is going to be around. Uh, 30% of it, of course, are owned by funds, but this is the ultimate widows and orphan stock. Look at its cash flow, $10.29. Now, this is one of the biggest companies in the world, and it has a P.E. ratio of 15, which is incredible because when you look at some of the tech stocks with 40, 50, 60 uh, uh, P.E.s, this one's a value. And I do think that that this one is likely to do well. Now, uh, it is uh, last quarter, the sales from Exxon were up 83%, and this is a huge company, and the profits were up over 1,000%. This is incredible, and I do think that, you know, they're probably on track probably to do that again. The earnings are due on May, uh, on April 30th. These are due on April 30th, and I do think they're going to have some great numbers. Says, can you buy it at this point? Let's look at it. Well, I do think that you can possibly buy it here. It's pulled back. I'd like to see it pull back a little bit below down to the 10-day line, but uh, I do think that it is viable at this level. Um, I do think I do think you could buy Exxon at this level. Now, would I commit my whole portfolio to it? Probably not, but I think in the next probably 12 to 18 months, we're likely to see Exxon do extremely well. Thank you so much uh, for that question, uh, Mel. So appreciate it. Uh, one last question. Let's look at NEO. I don't think NEO is doing all that well. Many of the Chinese stocks are shortable. Uh, BABA is on that list. But this is a terrible chart, as you can see. It's just moving down and down and down. Uh, I would not buy this one. This one could go to zero, I, it, I mean, it, as far as it says. So don't buy don't buy NEO. It's just, it's just as you can see, it's just, uh, it's just pain and pain and more pain. That's really all that's happening. Uh, this one has not really been viable since December of 2020. So quite a while, really. And then it's just started its, its decline. And it, it definitely could go down more. So I just would not buy this one uh, at all. Um, I would not buy Nia. I would not buy Baba. Be, stay out of the, the Chinese stocks. They have not been doing very well as of late. Well, uh, I will be back tomorrow at at five o'clock. If uh, you know, um, you know, do do uh, try to get on the action trailers. It's easy. Just go to www.dallastrading4. Also, really, really help if you can like it, like the uh, both on TikTok and on YouTube. It really helps me get out to to a lot more people. So please like it, uh, and uh, I will be back tomorrow. And uh, again, uh, action trade alerts free. Uh, www.dallas trading floor. I'll be back tomorrow at five o'clock. Happy trading, everybody. <laughs>